The winter sports season is in full swing, with showdowns and showcases being played throughout the state. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Winter is here. All MHSAA winter sports are in action now that the fall season has wrapped up. Our first winter champions will be crowned on February 19th with the Upper Peninsula Boys and Girls Swimming and Diving Finals. After that, team wrestling finals are February 25th and 26th in Kalamazoo, and we end February with boys and girls skiing on the 28th. March is the busiest month of the year for championships, and it starts right away with the first weekend. Boys and girls bowling will roll for titles on March 4th and 5th. Competitive cheer returns to the Delta Plex in Grand Rapids for its finals that weekend. And the individual finals for wrestling from Ford Field in Detroit are also on the 4th and 5th. The next weekend, the 11th and 12th, we'll see champions crowned in gymnastics, Lower Peninsula boys swimming and diving, and ice hockey. The hockey finals will be played at USA Hockey Arena in Plymouth. And then hoops take center stage from the Breslin Center. The girls tip it off March 19th, the boys one week later on March 26th. 37 teams will end the season with a championship trophy. Follow along all season long by going to MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to Bay City Central's Alexis Smith. Smith grabbed 21 rebounds in a game against Saginaw High, putting her over 1,000 career rebounds. At the rate she's grabbing boards, there's a good shot she'll finish her career in the top five for most rebounds. Alexis also went over 1,000 career points last season. Bronson Wrestling's Aiden Phil, Dakota Miller, and Matthew Blankenship. The trio each won four matches at the Jackson Area Wrestling Showdown as Bronson beat Jonesville, Michigan Center, Jackson Northwest, and Manchester. And a Harbor Springs freshman Olivia Flynn, playing in just her fourth career game, Flynn notched 30 points for the second time this year. The outburst comes in a 81-30 win over Grayling as the Rams are now 4-0. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with MHSAA Assistant Director Brent Rice. A basketball player has the ball in the corner ready to shoot a three-pointer when a lane opens up along the baseline. She starts her drive only to have that lane closed off. She puts up a shot that goes over the corner of the backboard and goes in. Two points, right? Not so fast. Anytime the ball passes over the backboard, it's out of bounds. A shot, a pass, even a rebound that bounces up and over, the play should be whistled dead. The ball is considered out of bounds off the last player to have touched it. So even though the shot comes from a player inbounds and goes in, wave it off. The ball can't pass over the backboard. If it does, it's now the other team's possession. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. This past Saturday was high school hockey day in Michigan. Nearly all of the 138 hockey teams in the state were on the ice, including 22 teams taking part in the Adam Mitchell Memorial Showcase. 
The showcase matched up teams from the Michigan Interscholastic Hockey League with the Kensington Lakes Activities Association. All games were played at the Eddie Edgar Ice Arena in Livonia, and it was the MIHL coming out victorious, winning six of the 11 games. The MIHL got wins from Birmingham Brother Rice, Warren de La Salle, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Port Huron Northern, Detroit Catholic Central, and Bloomfield Hills, Cranbrook, Kingswood. The KLAA got wins from Livonia Churchill, Salem, Heartland, Howell, and Livonia Franklin. The showcase was started in 2017 and was named after Adam Mitchell this year. Adam was the longtime coach at Churchill and at U of M Dearborn, and he spent 36 years with the Detroit Red Wings keeping stats. His son David is the head coach at Stevenson. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome aboard. We're at McMoran Arena today for a high school hockey doubleheader that starts with the uh, Flint Powers Chargers and the Port Huron Northern Huskies. The Chargers enter play with a 5-1 and one record. They've only surrendered eight goals against all season. The Huskies have been playing a lot of tight hockey games. They've had three go to overtime. One of those went as far as a shootout this year. Overall, they're 4-6 and six or 4-4-2, four, four and two, however you want to slice the pie, but they uh, have struggled a little bit lately scoring goals after a big uh, bulge of goals early in the season, especially around Larry Mann's uh, time. But they've been very stingy defensively. So I'm looking at this one as possibly a low-scoring affair this afternoon on a snowy Saturday here in Port Huron. It's Flint Powers and the Huskies of Port Huron Northern coming up next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacuorg forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863.
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
Welcome back. Let's get to our Michaels Car Center starting lineup brought to you by Michaels Car Center, your dealer for the people and for the Northern Huskies. It'll be Logan Sheffer in goal. Has anybody been better in the world than Logan Sheffer for Port Huron and Northern? The record won't uh, give you much. She's 2-5, and five, but Logan Sheffer is the reason the Huskies get to stay in a lot of hockey games and have a chance to win most of the games that they play in. Silas Clank back along the defense with Colin Orr, the Huskies' leading scorer, with six goals and nine points this season, playing more like Bobby Orr. Up front, Tim Monahan will be uh, paired up with Jacob Kerrigan and Josh Simpson. And for the uh, Powers Catholic Chargers, they've got uh, Nick Kurdiak in goal. He's got a shutout and has shared another shutout. They have three total this season in just six games. Uh, back along the defense, Nolan Burner paired up with uh, Nolan Saleko. And up front, they've got uh, Brendan Tarpening, Trey Carlock, and Jacques Lavrac. Powers wears charcoal gray on the road with some orange and black in the uniforms, and they have possession as they dump it back down into the Husky zone and go in after it. Carlock down low in behind the goal, throwing out in front, and that went through everybody and all the way down the ice on edge. And somehow they're going to call this icing. That was a pass from behind the net, it looked like, from one of the Charger players into the slot. I don't know how that's an icing call, but they're going to bring it back down into the northern zone. And no argument from the Huskies. 18 seconds gone by here in the opening period. Faceoff will be to the right of Logan Sheffer. Off the draw, they battled for it right in the circle, came back on the line. Burner fired it down in behind the goal. Clink got there first for Northern. Fanned on it a little bit, though. We chased back in behind the net by Carlock. Carlock's got it now, tried to come out on the wraparound. Simpson swept it away at the line, though. A shot by Burner was blocked, blocked a second time. He may get a third chance here from the left point. Burner takes a look around. Now he'll drop it off. Carlock laid one out in front, couldn't get the pass through cleanly to Tarpening, though. At the blue line, the Huskies finally get a handle on it. It's Klink who moved it to center. But they're attacking again, right back up over the line. Burner shot blocked off to the side of the goal. Took it around the net now. Into the right circle with it. Fed it back on the left point. There's a long shot there that sails wide of the northern goal. And this rebound will carry him out to center. And it caught the Chargers on a change and gave Northern a chance to at least get it out to center ice. McHugh couldn't handle it cleanly, though. Barber back up over the line now the other way. Here's Barber, and he blew a tire going around the goal. McHugh took the puck away, then lost it. Barber from behind the net with a wraparound try and a save by Sheffer. And now it'll be pushed to the blue line, not out. Play very hectic in the Husky zone right now. Big hit down in the corner as Orr got knocked down. Zarnicki, he's their big goal scorer. He's got it in behind the net now. He's tied up. Zarnicki down low, working with Gearhart. Trying to keep the pressure on in the northern zone. Zarnicki again hit from behind. Worked it back towards the blue line to Rearing. Rearing tried to go back to Zarnicki. Right circle taken away by Belanger. It comes in behind the net now and McHugh's got it. He'll fire the pass ahead. Here's Bellinger out to center and he'll fire it back down in behind the goal. And the Chargers will come back and reload. They've got a lot of energy here early on. Pass out at center. Knocked down by Bringard though. He'll take a long shot from the blue line. Not a lot on it. And Kurdiak will cover it and hang on to it and hold it for a faceoff. Finally down in the Flint Powers zone with 14.50 to play here in the opening period and no score in the game. Graham pushed the puck into the corner off the faceoff. Saleko 
played it. Now Bringard got a stick on it. Pushed it into the corner. Dolly trying to push it up the boards. Bringard got in the way. And then Graham's centering feed is intercepted and charging back the other way is Sly. Sly will feed it up over the line. They go digging in after it down into the corner. Tucker played it in behind the goal, but the Huskies will take that away. Bringard to the line and it'll come out center ice. And again, the Chargers move the puck quickly and they skate well. Here's Dolly up over the line. Dolly swings it back down in behind the goal. Johnston got there for the Huskies. He's double teamed in the corner, though. Centering feed right out in front. A chance there and a little flip shot by Carlock is gobbled up by Sheffer and he'll hang on to it. Carlock got loose, but fortunately for Northern, he didn't get much on the shot there. Just kind of flubbed off his stick. But he was loose below the hash marks right out in front of the net. So we'll get another face-off. This one in the northern zone. They drop it in quickly, and the Huskies come out with it. Robbins sweeps it up the right wing side. In the neutral zone, Kerrigan didn't get very far. It bounced away from Tim Monahan. Now at his own line, Saleko sweeps it back off of a Husky player down into the northern zone. Robbins behind his own net. Swept it up the boards, but it was blocked in behind the goal. Carlock put it out in front, and it was swept wide of the goal. Now down low, Simpson pushes it to the open corner. Easton Plater worked one ahead. Kerrigan didn't get it out. Dumped back down low. Lavrek down in the corner. Tied up along the boards, but still working along that left wing wall against Simpson. Lavrek. Trying to work it out in front. Simpson staying right with him. They're having quite a little war here right now. Now it's dug loose. Left circle and a sharp angle shot is off of Sheffer and up over the glass and out of play. Three minutes and 43 seconds of hockey played so far and fairly constant pressure here by Flint Powers. So far, Northern has weathered the storm. But they'd like to get a little action down at the other end of the rink. Gerhardt to take this draw in against Jeremiah McHugh for Northern. Huskies wearing the home whites today, trimmed in blue and gold. Finally, they uh, drop it in after doing a little ice maintenance. Here's Klink sweeping one off for Bellinger on the left wing side. He'll work it to the blue line to McHugh, and McHugh will get it out center ice. Monahan tried to go back to McHugh. That'll be taken away, though. And circling back into his own zone is Burner. Burner's pass held in, though. Here's McHugh in behind the goal. McHugh pushed it up the board. Zarnicki, though, got to it. Worked at center ice. Look out. Here's Zarnicki trying to get around his man and get a two-on-one there. But Clink came over and cleaned up the play and knocked it back out to safety. So Zarnicki will try again at center. He got around one man, then he got dumped coming up over the line, and this will be a penalty against McHugh. I don't think he meant to do it, but kind of that reaction, the man goes by you, you stick your knee out, and he took him down, and Jeremiah McHugh will pick up a tripping call. And the Chargers, who have been carrying the play so far, will get an early power play here in the hockey game. the time of the call. First man advantage for either side. Huskies special teams have been pretty solid for the most of the year. They do not cost them games in general. They usually help them win games. Barrett in behind his own goal, got it to Johnston, and he'll find an opening and shoot it all the way down the ice. 
That'll force Kurdiak out of the goal, and he'll sweep it back in behind his own net. And the Chargers will reload and start out. Burner sweeps the pass ahead, and out to center comes Gearhart up the left wing side. Pulls up along the left wing boards and sets it up now. Leaves the pass in the slot. Here's a good opportunity, and a shot by Rearing went deflecting and bouncing wide of the goal. Simpson to the loose puck. He'll play it by Zarnicki. And that'll slither back down the ice. Now the goaltender comes out. Long pass ahead to Zarnicki on the attack. Here's Zarnicki up over the line. Takes it around the goal. All the way into the right circle. Fed it back on the blue line now. Then the shot there is blocked by Becca Larson and picked up and swept down the ice by Matt Monahan. 50 seconds left on the man advantage here. Circling out behind the goal and charging ahead now is big Luke Kramer up the right side. Here's Kramer moving in. Centering pass in front, and that's off the shoulder of Sheffer. Comes back on the blue line to Burner. Burner right circle with a shot. Larson blocked that one. And now Robbins to the loose puck. Robbins with a bouncing puck, but he manages it, and he fires it down the ice. Good job here by the Huskies. They've settled things down on this penalty kill. 22 seconds to go on the advantage now for the Chargers as Kramer will drop it back at his own line and Tarpening will start it ahead. Tarpening weaves his way up the left side. Stopped by Robbins just inside the line, but it's a centering feed now that's taken away by Orr. Then Orr lost it. Burner put it down low and he just missed Carlock out in front of the goal. They'll battle it along the boards now in the northern zone. Penalties expired. Out of the box is McHugh. He's going to jump into the play and help his team defend right now. Shot from the right point is blocked by McHugh out center ice as Saleko let one go. Dump back in while Flint Powers was still tagging up. That should give Robbins a chance to move it. He'll slide it all the way back down the ice where Barber will come back and get it. Then he misplayed it. Northern maybe with a chance here. Bellinger played it on the right side. McHugh has it right circle. Dumped it back down into the corner. Bumping there with Feimster. Puck came up the boards. Pushed to the line by Moroski, and it does come out center ice. The Northern player didn't see it. And now Moroski, left circle, had it. It slid away from him. That Boy, that puck has slid by three players there and finally came to a Husky player who just tapped it down the ice and took the icing call with 9.53 to go. There are three different guys from each team, and the puck just kept sliding past them, and they all would have had great opportunities to do something with it. The Powers guys would have had scoring chances, and the Northern guys would have had a chance to rush the puck up the ice, and everybody just kept missing it. Here is Clink in his own zone. Check that puck bounced up in the air, came back right out into the slot, brushed away by Simpson, and he knocked his man down at the uh, blue line. That was Melanich. Northern's got it. Johnston a pass ahead, and it bounced away from Graham. At center, Bringard got a stick on the uh, puck, and it ended up in the Chargers bench. And we're going to get a neutral zone faceoff. Huskies just trying to weather the storm here early on. They've killed off a penalty. See if that settles them down a little bit. They've only had one shot so far on Kurdiak, and it wasn't much of a test. A little flip shot from the blue line. Kerrigan will try to change that now on the right side, but he's checked and angled away from the puck. Ends up in behind the goal, and it's moved up to Carlock. Carlock played at center ice, broken up there by Robbins. Robbins will shovel it back up over the line. Now in his own zone and working it back to center was Rearing. Sent right back down in behind the 
Powers goal, and Melanchich played it to the line. Swung out in front of the net, intercepted by Weston Rearing, and he'll fire it back down the ice, and that will miss his intended man and go for icing, and now there's a little sparring going on between uh, Plater, and who is that with him? The Powers jerseys are, as I mentioned, they're charcoal gray, and the numbers are black. They're a little hard to pick up on the sleeves, so if I can't see the guy's back, it's sometimes hard to tell who that was. That was tarpening that time. Do the best I can with that. If I can see their backs, they're great. But on the sleeves, it's a little tough to figure out who's got the puck. Ooh, there's a shot from the line tipped in front by Monahan, just wide of the goal as Northern had a chance. Now McHugh back to the line. Johnston's shot was blocked, though, by Kramer. Kramer spins back in his own zone looking for somewhere to go with it. Kramer now worked out to center ice. Then his pass deflected and fluttered across the rink and out of play over by the penalty box area. Halfway through the opening period, 8.32 to play. No score in the hockey game. One of two today. Coming up later on, we've got another good one, we think. The red-hot Marysville Vikings take on Stony Creek here at McMoran Arena. Stony Creek's second trip into McMoran this year. They were here to play Northern early in the season, a game Brady Beaton did. And the Huskies were... uh, all over the uh, Cougars in that one, 6-2. to two. The Vikings 8-1 and one now. They've only lost to Northern this season, and that was in the finals of the Larry Manns, the 4-0 game. Off the faceoff here. Puck swum around the boards by Barber and back out center ice. Orr knocks it down for the Huskies. Back up over the line now is Graham. Graham trying to get around his man, and he was just jarred loose of the puck. Now in his own zone, rearing, tied up in back of the goal. Graham and Albert are down there causing some chaos. Zarnicki got it to the right circle. Bringard got in his way, but now Zarnicki comes away with the puck. He is a big, strong-looking power forward here, trying to cut back down the ice and into the Husky zone. And finally, it's poke checked away from him. At the line, a long shot there by Sly is kicked away, but it doesn't matter. We're getting an interference penalty called here. And this is going to be against Big Zarnicky. At the blue line, he set a pick there, and that allowed Sly to sneak in and get that shot, no pun intended. And so Northern who haven't had much going on in the game so far. We'll get a chance on a power play. uh, Yeah, 9.09, the time of the penalty call here. See what this Husky power play can do. They usually get chances. Here's McHugh up front with Simpson, and they've got Orr playing forward. Johnston and Robbins man the points. McHugh left circle, got outnumbered, and it'll be picked up and flipped all the way down the ice by Kyle Barber. Back after it, Robbins leaves it for Nolan Johnston, and he'll start the rush. Up the right side for McHugh, tapped it up over the line for Simpson. Simpson right circle, got down into the corner, got tied up there. Then McHugh got the puck back, right circle, couldn't pull the trigger on it. They go right point, though, and they'll settle it and set it up. Robbins to Johnston, to Orr. Back to Johnston, over on the right side to Robbins. Center point, Johnston, looking around, set one out in front. 
Knocked down, I believe, with a high stick, but they let play continue. One of the Chargers touched the puck. Robbins battled in to settle it again for Simpson. Right circle, back on the left point to McHugh. Takes a look with it, McHugh. Sends it over to Johnston. Johnston into the slot for Simpson. He'll slide it over into the circle now. Robbins a drive, but he missed the net up high. Comes back on the left point. Johnston held it in. Got it back to McHugh, left circle. He'll go back to Johnston at the left point. 50 seconds on the power play. Now they try Robbins, right circle. And he fanned on it. Look out. Here's a break the other way. Charging up the ice is Saleko. Saleko moving in with a shot, and that's blockered away by Sheffer. Big stop there. 38 seconds left on the northern power play. Robbins. Fires it through center. Matt Monahan trying to get to it, but Saleko will break it up and send it the other way. Tarpening couldn't get to it. He was cut off by Silas Klink. 6.15 to go in the first. 24 seconds on the Husky power play. They'll move through center. Monahan will shoot it up over the line. Plater trying to get there, and that'll be broken up and sent to center. So Klink will go to Tim Monahan. He'll shoot it in. And again, it'll be cleared around and past Clink and down the ice. He's got to hustle back. There's a couple of Chargers chasing in after that puck. Gearhart down low in the right wing corner. The penalty is over. They're back at full strength. Northern had good possession, but no shots on that power play. And it is still a scoreless game, and both teams are at full strength. Now from the blue line, there's a tip right out in front, and Sheffer got a piece of that. And that was Zarnicki who got a stick on it. Just out of the penalty box. Now a centering feed hit the side of the net. Bounces to Tim Monahan in the slot. And he's going to just backhand it out of play and get the stoppage and get a faceoff here to restore order. 5.25 to go here in a scoreless first period. Mason Zernicke is just a junior. They don't give me size and weight, but... He's a big fella, and if he's just a junior, he's still growing. They got another year of him. He's Eric Lindros-esque. Broke his stick on that play. Puck came back at the line. Burner, a nice move to hold it in. Now Burner in trouble out there, so he'll just throw it down into the corner. Johnston put it in back of his own net. Nobody there, and it came right out in front. What a stop by Sheffer. Oh, Logan Sheffer. Just robbed Kramer out in front of the goal. Point blank with a great save. Now Burner back in his own zone being pestered by Graham. Burner worked it away, though. Threw it right out in front of his own net, and it'll be skated ahead by Gerhardt. Gerhardt's pass broken off right at the northern line. Robbins has it, and he'll skate it out to center ice. Robbins, though, was a one-man rush. Now he gets a little bit of help. Bringart got it to Larson. Larson will work it right in front of the Chargers bench and then pitchfork it in deep back in behind the goal. Rearing back in after it, chase behind the net. Albert pushed him off the puck. Albert threw it right out in front. He had Kerrigan cutting in and the pass was deflected away and it'll come back out center ice. Now it's Robbins in his own zone. Pounds it back out center ice just off the bench is Barber. Barber now works his way back up the right side and over the line. Barber trying to dangle in. Robbins stopped him. Now a follow-up drive right on by Feimster and a kick save by Sheffer. Oh, Sheffer's been good again here in the first period of this one. Plater up ahead for Simpson. He'll push it up over the line. That'll be intercepted by Melanich. Melanich is tied up right circle, though. Simpson threw one out in front. Nobody home for the Huskies. Simpson knocks down a clearing attempt, though. Keeps it in. Played it off into the left circle. Battle for it there, and it'll be picked up now by Dahl. 
Dahl will play it around his own goal, and it'll come out center ice. Controlled in the neutral zone by Klink. Nice little pass ahead for Bellinger. Carter Bellinger up the left side. Shot was blocked. Another shot right through the goal mouth. Comes back out into the slot. Matt Monahan didn't have a shot, so he'll play it into the corner. McHugh. McHugh, right circle. Played it back on the right point now. There's a long shot by Orr that fluttered wide of the goal. Chase for the puck now on the left wing boards. Knocked down by McHugh between the circles. In front, backhand shot by Bellinger, and he slid it wide of the goal. Monahan centers. Here's Bellinger to McHugh, and his shot went off the outside of the net again. Now Northern's buzzing, and it'll be cleared around the boards and down the ice. An icing call here against the Chargers with 3.02 to go in this opening period. And finally, some sustained Northern pressure there and some scoring chances. They really couldn't get anything through clean on Kurdiak but they at least are now getting some looks. Still no score, though, in this one. Face-off, when it happens, will be off to the left of Nick Kurdiak. They'll lock it up in the circle. Dolly will play to the line off of Barrett, who will then just pick it up and swing it back into the zone. The Huskies were tacking up, so Dolly will skate it away. Dolly up the left wing. Pulls up in the left circle and then immediately gets locked up by Nehemiah Barrett. Picked up now by Larson and she'll start a three-player rush out to center. Here's Bringard up the left side and his shot went wide of the goal. Larson's side of the net went in behind the goal. Went smashing into Lavrac. They tie up in the corner. Now Johnston moves down low. Johnston got it back to the blue line. Shot by Bringard. Tipped in front by Larson off a skate just wide of the goal. Now in behind the net, Graham trying to get it loose. Two against one on Graham, so Larson comes in, digs the puck out. Becca Larson sets it up in the slot. Barrett a shot, and that one hit a skate and never got through to the net. Flipped to the line. Johnston held it in with a knee. Shot from the left point, intercepted in front, though, by Jack Dolly, and he'll have room to skate away as the Huskies peel back to get a change. Long dump in, bobbled by Sheffer, but he played it. And now Northern will try to start out again. Under two minutes to go here in a scoreless first period. Through center, Simpson up the left side, and Kramer took it away. Now Kramer trying to wind up in his own zone. He's another big one. Now it's taken away. Tim Monahan at center. Simpson in a big collision with Rearing, and they both went flying, and the northern bench really liked that hit. They reacted. Everybody was up, pounding the sticks against the boards. Robbins pass. Slithered off Burner down the ice, so no icing here. Burner's going to be tied up by Kerrigan in the corner. Tim Monahan trying to pester and hold it in. Gets help along the boards from Simpson. But finally it will come loose and Gerhardt will play it ahead. And then his pass out of the zone deflected off Carlock and went up into the bench stopping play. We're down to 1.13 to go here in the first period with no score in the game. And I go back to uh, about the... Oh... Four or five minutes ago on the clock where Sheffer just made an incredible save on a scoring chance right out in front of the net. And he's probably the biggest reason there's no score in this game. But again, going back to our uh, little pregame chat, I thought we might have a tight hockey game today, and I didn't think goals would come at a premium in this one. Under a minute to go. Here in the period as they battle down low in the Chargers zone. Matt Monahan working hard behind the net along with McHugh. Matt Monahan with a steal. Tried to get it out in front and that one was blocked. Everybody getting in everybody's way. That is 
something that both teams have done fairly well here in the first. Buck loose at center, and the Huskies will come away with it. Bellinger up over the line. Nice little drop pass. McHugh with a backhand shot, and that one blocked. Never got through to the net as Rearing got in the way. Now he'll fire one ahead. Dashing through the zone is Tucker. Tucker threw one out in front, but it was way up in the air. That was shoulder high, and his teammate couldn't knock it down. He had a chance if the puck's along the ice, or at least in a position where it's playable. Now that's center McHugh trying to work up the right wing. Here's McHugh up over the line. He throwing out in front, and Kerrigan got knocked down and slid it wide of the goal. Battle down in the corner now in the power zone. There's been a little more action down there towards the uh, end of this period, and the buzzer will sound to end the first period. Goalless after one here at McMorrin. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. No scoring in the first period. Shots favored uh, Powers 8-2. to two. Each team had a penalty. Neither team scored with the man advantage. So nothing, nothing is our game here. And we'll be back with more from McMoran Arena in just a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grass. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. 
Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, here at uh, McMoran Arena, want to remind all Port here on Northern students, this is for students only. If you come to a Husky hockey game and ask for the uh, the gold T-shirt, the yellow T-shirt that they're passing out right at the door, that gets you into the games for free. Every game, not just that particular game that you get your jersey at, but if you wear that yellow T-shirt to every Husky hockey home game, they get you in for free, and they get you a free pop and a free popcorn uh, as uh, well. It's a, a great deal for students uh, who are uh, going to Port here on Northern and want to come to Husky hockey games. And uh, you're missing a good one if you're not here today. No score between Port here on Northern and Flint Powers, and we'll start the second period when we come back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Neiman's Family Market located in St. Clair is family owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m all week long visit neiman's family market in st Clair. you'll be glad you did looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kids sweet 16 maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price whatever your needs are jepson car company will take care of you located at 5277 gratia avenue in st Clair, jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget with a great selection for first-time car buyers check out their website at jepsoncarco.com that's J-E-P-S-O-N car co.com or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. 
Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Later this afternoon we've got uh, game two here on uh, stream one of GetStuckOnSports.com as uh, the uh, Marysville Vikings will take on Stony Creek. That one's scheduled for three o'clock. We had a fairly rapid first period in this one. Again, just two minor uh, penalties. Not a ton of uh, whistles. Some good skating powers. Good skating hockey team. Yeah, I think it took uh, Northern about half that period to get their legs under them for some reason. They did uh, play uh, here the uh, other night. They played Wednesday, Thursday. A couple of tough losses. 3-1 to one to Cranbrook Wednesday. And then they were, uh, I guess, stunned, upset. Uh, a lot of people feel two to one in overtime by Anchor Bay, and uh, here uh, today a scoreless first period. Sheffer was good; he helped the Huskies weather the storm through the first, I'd say, 10-11 minutes of the game, and then things kind of settled in, and it was much more even after that. I'd like to see uh, them get a little more action on uh, Kurtelik than two shots. Maybe they can get an early one here. Simpson off to the side of the net. In behind the goal is tied up. Kerrigan trying to get a stick on it. Taken away, though, by Burner. And he'll play it off the boards and back down the ice. It goes, and that's icing, despite the efforts of Carlock to get there before it got to the end line. And a quick faceoff will come back down into the uh, Chargers zone. We'll drop it off to the uh, left. Of Kurtilak, of Kurdiak, excuse me. McHugh in to take the draw for Northern. But a good win for Tarpening. And a long stretch pass out to center is uh, knocked down off the uh, leg of Lavrak. Now Tarpening back up over the line with a backhand try that's blocked by Johnston. Lavrak in behind the goal. This is Jacques Lavrak trying to play it back to Burner in the left circle, but that's taken away and it'll be bounced off the glass. And roll all the way back down into the uh, Chargers zone. Saleko circles his own net, then makes a nice reversal of the puck. But Easton Plater will step in off the right point and hold it in. He'll fire it back around the goal. Saleko will get there first. Chipped it ahead, but not out. Robbins this time at the left point. Sent one out in front. Couple of Huskies there, and it's tipped right to the goal crease. Now McHugh in behind the net for Matt Monahan. Matt Monahan looking for somebody in front was checked. 
Picked up by Bellinger in behind the goal. He tried to center and hit the side of the net. And finally, it'll be cleared and back down into the northern zone. Good to see the Huskies, though, come out on the first couple of shifts and press the play here. Larson at center had to knock it out of the air knee high. Slipped it back into her own zone now for Barrett. Barrett will swing it around the boards to Nolan Johnston. Johnston up ahead for Bringard. Bringard just inside his own line, swarmed by gray jerseys. Puck popped straight up into the air. Johnston found it. Sets it to the ice, played it ahead, and didn't get it out. Long shot from the point by Dolly. Easily played off by Scheffler. And now it's Bringard out the center. Pass just behind Larson. Back into his own zone is Barber. Barber will circle his own goal. He'll slip it ahead and nearly stolen at the line by Graham. Then Johnston's return feed to try to spring Larson went behind her, and that'll go for icing. 14.51 to play here in period number two with no score in the hockey game. Going to face off here to the left of Logan Sheffer in that northern goal. Simpson take the draw here against Birmingham. Centering pass by Tucker was blocked. They scramble along the boards in the northern zone. Simpson got it to the line. Held in, though. Sent back down low in the Husky zone. That'll get all the way to the left circle. Kerrigan takes a bump there from Birmingham. Shot from the point by Barber. Went wide of the goal. Clink works it to Tim Monahan. He gets it to Simpson, and they make sure they get that puck muscled out to center ice. Barber retreats back into his own zone. Barber goes cross ice with it to Rearing. Rearing zips one ahead. That missed Kramer, and that'll go for icing. And the faceoff will come all the way back down the ice again. So again, after uh, early attacking from Flint Powers, the uh, balance of power seems to have leveled out here. The game is a little more back and forth now. Still no goals. Tarpening with a face-off win in his own zone. But right away, Albert will pester his man. And the puck will be pushed back down the ice. No icing this time. Racing down to get it is Lavrak. Lavrak in behind the goal. Left the puck along the boards for Tarpening. Tarpening now right circle, put it in the slot. And Carlock couldn't get the shot away. It's still loose. Dalling played it off for Tarpening. He slid it wide of the goal. Lavrak is checked in along the right wing boards this time. Puck still loose. There's a chance in front, and Sheffer made a stop there. That time, I think it was uh, Tarpening that got that shot away right out in front of the net on just a scrambly sort of a play. Nothing crisp going on here right now. They're just battling for the puck along the boards, and it's whoever can get the extra guy in there wins it. This time, it's the Huskies. Bringard got it to center, and Dolly fired it right back down in behind the goal. Robbins works it out center ice. Saleko. Played it right back up over the line to Robbins. So now they play catch between the two blue lines. This time charging up over the line was Zarnicki, and he couldn't get the puck in deep. Circling back at center ice is Gerhardt. Now he'll try Zarnicki on the left wing side. He got around Plater. Zarnicki takes it in behind the goal. Threw it right out in front. Kramer was there, and a drive knocked away by Sheffer. Big stop again. Now Zarnicki in tight. Right into the goal crease. Got Sheffer down, and he scores. 
Zernike, what a patient play. A lot of guys would have panicked and shot right away, but Zernike waited, and he got Sheffer swimming, and he flipped it up over him on the backhand for a beautiful goal, and Flip Powers takes a one-to-nothing lead. Pretty play there on the finish from Mason Zarnicki, who in his seventh game of the year gets his seventh goal. Goal 4.20, the time of the goal. They're calling it unassisted for Mason Zarnicki. Huskies trying to counter quickly, though. There's a nice play in front as Barrett set up Bellinger, and he tipped it just wide of the goal. Johnston going in deep now for Northern, the big defenseman on the attack. Takes it down into the corner, but nothing happening there. Now a centering feed, blocked back to the blue line. Barrett fanned on it, and it comes out center ice, racing up the wing now, trying to cut in is Tucker, and Michael Tucker's shot was blocked. And, ooh, there was a big hit that sent Bellinger flying, but he was able to absorb that hit and clear the puck down the ice to at least get the whistle on the icing call. one nothing. Flint Powers, 11.57 to go here in the second period. Mason Zarnicki, an unassisted goal at 4.20. And what a beautiful effort it was. And again, it kind of came off of a, a scrambly play where they were getting chances. Probably should have been a couple of assists on that play, but it was some wild activity that probably the officials couldn't catch everything that was happening there. Here's Simpson to center, trying to charge back up over the line and get Northern back into the game. But it's broken up, so Silas Klink will try it this time. He'll shoot it down in behind the goal. That'll be rattled to the blue line or held it in with a good play at the right point. Northern's doing a lot of dumping, but not a lot of retrieving right now. Kerrigan pushed it into the corner. Picked up down low by Rearing. He'll play it to the line, not out. Clink with a long shot, and that is sticked aside by Kurdiak. He's making sure he's still awake down there. Again, he hasn't faced a ton of shots yet in this game. Now back the other way. Up over the line. Morosky had it stripped away by Clink. Clink will slide it over to Orr. Orr will zip it ahead, and here's Simpson now. Three Huskies to center. Over the line, Kerrigan got around one man, trying to cut in, and it was broken up. Puck came to the line just off the bench. Graham held it in. Dumped it in behind the goal, but Rearing is there. Rearing swings out from behind his own net and fires it ahead at center. And it'll be shot in deep by Morosky. Robbins had a chance to move that puck quickly, but it bounced on him. And that took away maybe a northern chance, and now the long pass won't connect, and it'll go for icing. They had a chance there. If Robbins could move that puck quickly, they had Graham way up at the other blue line, but it just hopped when he wanted to make the play with it. And then once he got it settled, I think he was just a little frustrated. Northern wins this faceoff, and again, the puck just bounced too far out in front of the two Husky skaters who might have had an odd man rush there. Dolly in his own zone, played it around the boards, and this will be hammered down the ice, and now we're getting a rash of icing calls here. Slowing things down a bit. 10-14 to go here in the second. 1-0, the Chargers lead the Huskies. 
Tarpening, it looks like, will take this face off in against Matt Graham. Off to the right of Kurdiak. Linesman wants to uh, lecture the two players lined up behind him, nearest to the boards. He gets that done, then he drops the puck in. Chargers win the faceoff, but they're going to get called for icing again. Quick clear, trying to uh, spring Trey Carlock. Just had too much steam coming around the boards. Almost seven minutes into this second period, and a goal by Mason Zarnicki at 420 of this second has opened the scoring in this hockey game. Battle for it, and Kramer comes out with it. Kramer to center was tied up, but now following up on the play, they get it to Zarnicki, left circle, and the shot sailed up off over top the net. Gerhard out there was shaken up. He heads back to the bench after making the nice play to set up the Zarnicki chance. Here's Zarnicki back up over the line. Takes it down to the left wing corner and then in behind the goal. Tried to get it right circle to Kramer. That didn't work on the first try. Got it to him on the second try, though. Kramer put it right out in front, and it's off the outside of the net. And a good chance there by Tarpening. He's the player who came on for the injured player, Gerhardt. And Tarpening nearly got a chance. Now he throws it out into the slot. Came back on the line to Barber. Barber goes right back to Tarpening in behind the goal. Tried to play it off the back of the net to himself, but that's covered well by Plater. There's a wrestling match going on down in behind the northern goal. Meantime, Carlock has got the puck now left circle. He'll feed it back into the slot, and there's a shot right on by Lavrock, and the save made by Sheffer, and he's going to hang on to that one and hold it for a faceoff. With 9.04 to go here in period number two. And the goal seems to have uh, fired up Flint Powers again. They're starting to carry the play. Carlock off to the side of the net. Couldn't find the puck in his skates. Now it's picked up by Lavrak. Lavrock in behind the goal, looking for somebody. Fed it back to the point, and he fired it past Burner and all the way down the ice. They'll have to hustle back and get to this one. Rearing will play it ahead at center. That's broken up in the neutral zone by Johnston. Now skating onto it is Lavrock. Lavrock tried to center one out in front. That hit a skate, and the Huskies will get to it, and Albert will get it out center ice. Back into his own zone now is Tarpering. He'll play it around the boards, and it'll be played to the line and out to center ice safely. Huskies will regain in the neutral zone. Here's Barrett lifting it back up over the line. Coming in is McHugh to get a big hit on his man. Lavrak, though, will work the puck out center ice. Charging up over the line is Carlock. He'll take it down in behind the goal. Carlock with it, sends it back on the blue line, and that puck came out of the zone, and they did catch it. Michael Tucker at the blue line couldn't hold it in. And he brought it back in on the offside, so a break for the Huskies there. Get some stoppage. And we'll get a faceoff just outside the northern blue line. 1-0 the score. Flint Powers on top. Dennis Stuckey with you from McMoran Arena. 7.54 to go in the second period of our first game of a doubleheader today. 
Got Marysville and Stony Creek coming up after this one. Tucker in his own zone. Left the puck for Birmingham, who left the puck for Tucker, and they shoot it down the ice now and just take an icing call. The faceoff will come back down into the power zone. Northern game Wednesday against Cranbrook. They're outshot 60-11. There's a shot right off the faceoff by Graham, a tricky play. Equal to the tax, though, was Kurdiak, and he cleared it away, and then a big hit as Orr leveled his man back behind the uh, play. That was Michael Tucker who just got flattened by Orr. Maybe Northern going to try to pick up the physical play. Kerrigan with a hit out at center ice now. Northern maybe figure if we can't slow him down by skating with him, we'll slow him down by hitting him. See if they can get something going this way. Tim Monahan up over the line to Kerrigan. Kerrigan in the slot, got the shot away. Oh, just off the outside of the net. Boy, Kurdiak looking at his glove like it's got a hole in it, and that's exactly what it looked like. Looked like the puck went right through his glove and then just hit off the outside of the net. Oh, and behind the goal. It'll be fed all the way back down into the northern zone. Not far enough for icing this time. Or back after it. Dangerous little flip pass, and that was offside, and we will get a little bit of a late whistle there as Dolly was moving down the slot. I think he knew because he had all kinds of opportunity to shoot that puck on a scoring chance, but he knew he had brought it in from out of the zone with players trapped, so he never did pull the trigger. 6.42, still to play here in the second, so lots of time left. The Northern only down 1-0 here. Plater's going to ice it. And again... First period moved very quickly. This period, we've had a lot of those long stretch passes that haven't connected. So we've had a lot of face-offs here. McHugh in his own zone. This time we'll go in against Gearhart, who is better after uh, going off, wincing his last time out there. Lead feed, and here's Matt Monahan with room up the left side. Matt Monahan into the zone. And then he got tied up, and he dropped it for Bellinger. And meantime, on the other side, the other Husky forward, that was Jeremiah McHugh, ended up in the goal. Play is stopped. Net was dislodged and almost all the way back to the end wall. Faceoff's going to stay in the Chargers zone off to the left of the goal. Off the draw this time, Barber played it in behind his own goal to Rearing. Rearing will glass it out to center. Knocked down at his own line by Robbins. Robbins pass broken up in the neutral zone. Now Kramer will give it a try. Big Kramer over the line between the circles with a shot and it hit a leg and pinballed into the corner. McHugh got there first for Northern. Two Robbins. Robbins ahead to Matt Monahan. He'll lay it center ice now. Tipped by Bellinger up over the line. Barber back after it first though for the Chargers played it around on the right side for Kramer. Kramer through center and up the right wing. Kramer over the line, pushed it down into the corner. He and Graham bumped together and back behind the play. There's some screaming and uh, yelling, and what do we got? The Flint Powers bench 
was yelling out. They were yelling for too many men on the uh, ice. And it was finally caught. They got the wrong penalty box door open, though. Yep, it is the Huskies who are going to get a penalty here for too many men on the ice, it looks like. So this could be a costly penalty. 11-18 of the second in a one-goal game. And they'll pick up a too many men on the ice call. Graham is going to go over and serve the penalty. So just five and a half minutes to go here in the second, and you're down a goal, and now you're shorthanded. But here's Simpson trying to cause some disruption. Fed it back deep into the power zone, but now... uh, Lavrak will come the other way. Lavrak will play it down in behind the northern goal. Barrett had it, lost it, came right out in front for Zarnacki, and he fired it up high, and it goes up over the glass and out of play. And, oh, I'm not quite sure how Mason Zarnacki missed on that one. 126 left on the power play. That looked like uh, one that should have ended up in the back of the net. Be quite blunt about it. And behind the goal is Lavrak. Jacques Lavrak to the right circle. Played it back on the right point now. They'll slide it over to rearing center point. Fakes the shot. Goes left circle. Zarnecki with a drive and a glove save by Sheffer. And he'll hang on to that one. Not sure if that was going to hit that far side or go wide, but Sheffer had the glove there to make it something that we'll never have an answer to. Now along the boards, Gearhart into the corner it goes. Gearhart back onto the blue line with it to Rearing. Rearing slides it over on the other side from the right circle. The shot by Barber is blocked. Picked up, though, by Zarnacki. Right circle with a drive and a shoulder save that time made by Sheffer. It's still loose in front. Robbins couldn't clear past Barber at the right point. Now they'll send it along the boards and reset up. Barber at the right point. Pass was blocked by Kerrigan, but he'll work it back to Lavrak. Lavrak will slide it over now to Rearing. Top of the left circle with a drive, and that's up off the glass. Barber in deep. Goes back to Lavrak at the blue line. Back to Barber, right circle. Top of the left circle to Rearing. They move the puck crisply now. He'll move it to the center point. Slides it over now for Gearhart. Top of the left circle. Gearhart looking. He'll slide it right circle to Lavrak into the slot. Barber tried to hand it off in front, but it was intercepted by McHugh, and he'll clear it down the ice. And that should kill off at least the rest of the penalty. Too many men on the ice call doesn't cost Northern. Well, there was a hairy moment or two there. There's Lavrak up the left side this time. Trying to get around Orr. Threw one right into the goal crease. Saved by Sheffer. He's down, and it ends up in behind the goal. Tarpering trying to dig it loose at the side of the net. Sharp angle shot knocked away by Sheffer. Now it's Carlock back in behind the goal. Tarpering, nice play back on the line to Burner. Burner patiently played it over on the right point, and a shot was tipped out in front just wide of the goal. Now it's picked up by Kramer. Kramer in back of the net. Kramer put it right out in front, and Sheffer finally is able to cover it and hang on. 3.07 to go here in the second period. 1-0, Flint Powers on top. Mason Zarnicki, the only goal of the game, scored at 4.20 here in the second. 
Going to face off now to the left of Logan Sheffer, who's been a busy goalie again in this one. And good again in this one. Huskies will get it to Kerrigan. Kerrigan will bounce it in on goal from center. Cautiously played by Kurdiak. Huskies trying to get some kind of pressure going so they can get some scoring chances. They tried to get physical earlier in the period, at least uh, for a shift or two. Birmingham played it around the boards in his own zone. Sly wasn't able to handle it cleanly. And we're going to get a penalty here now, I think, against Powers. A tripping call. And again, this was kind of accidental. But it looks like uh, Birmingham is headed to the box. He pleads his case. And is still found guilty. 14-26, the time of the call. Each team has taken <clears throat> two minor penalties in the game now. Powers 0 for 2 on the power play. Here comes power play chance number 2 for Northern. 2.34 to go here in the uh, period. This is a great opportunity to get this thing even. Before the intermission, Robbins a shot. Deflected wide of the goal. McHugh has it left circle. Left point to Johnston, right point to Robbins. He'll slide it down low to Orr. Orr in the right wing corner, goes right circle to Robbins, skates it back to the line. They send it across to McHugh with a shot. He scored! McHugh from the left circle, kind of a sharp angle, but he put it up high. And no chance at all for the goaltender, Kurdiak, and the Huskies get a power play goal and tie the game at 1-1 with 2-11 to go here in the second period. Jeremiah McHugh with a bullet shot up top for Northern's first goal of the game. And for McHugh, that's his second goal of the season. That was a pretty good snipe there. 14-49, the time of the big power play goal for Northern. Robbins and Orr get the assists. So a power play goal for Northern. Gets them back even in the hockey game. Well, it's not the quantity of shots, it's the quality, and they got a quality shot there on a snipe from McHugh from the bottom of the left circle. Back up over the line, Tarpening trying to cut through, taken away. Bellinger will skate it out of the Husky zone. To the goal scorer, McHugh. He'll wrist it around. Now Monahan got to it right circle. Off the puck along the boards. They'll battle for it there. Johnston at the right point able to reach up and hold it in. Back in behind the goal for Matt Monahan. Centered out in front. Comes to Johnston in the slot. He'll take the shot through traffic and it deflected just wide of the goal. Still in behind the net. Matt Monahan trying to center. Back to Johnston at the left point. They got something going here. Back down deep. Matt Monahan tried to center in front. Hacking at it was McHugh. Monahan kicked it off his skate back in front. And again, it was just blocked. Just too much congestion out in front. And that one will be knocked out to center ice now. 
Played back up over the line by Seleko. Under a minute to go now in the period. Robbins to Johnston. Got it ahead. Monahan out to center. Too far for Kerrigan. And this will be bounced back into the Husky zone for an icing call. 48.6 seconds to go here in the second period. Hockey game all tied up at 1-1. Again, more hockey coming up after this one. When Marysville takes on Stony Creek. It's game two of our doubleheader today. Why do one when you can do two, I always say. Barrett at the line. His shot was blocked, though, by Burner. Burner racing out to center. Taken away from him, and Kerrigan will sweep it back out. Center ice. Rearing. Drops it back at his own line now for Gerhardt. Gerhardt ahead. Zarnicki got it over the line. Cutting in. Burner with a chance, and he blew that one over top of the net. Held it at the line, though. Rearing right point with a shot. Blockered away by Sheffer. Shot by... Burner ends up blocked off in behind the goal. Zarnicki couldn't get to it. Huskies have it. Chance to counterattack here. 12 seconds to go in the period. Simpson dashing up over the line. Simpson right circle with a shot off the outside of the goal. Five seconds left in the period. Simpson down in the corner. Gets tied up. Don't think they'll get a chance to get anything here. And the buzzer will sound to end the second. And we're all even through two. It's 1-1. Back with the details in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. 
and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Well, we were scoreless after one in the second. Mason Zarnicki broke the goalless game with his seventh of the year, an unassisted effort at 420 to make it one nothing. Powers stayed that way until late in the period when Jeremiah McHugh tied the game on a Husky power play with his second goal of the year from Nick Robinson, Colin Orr at 1449, where 1-1 through two periods. Shots were 9-3, Flint Powers in the second. They've outshot Northern 17-5 in the game, but the Huskies are 1-for-2 on the power play, and the Chargers are 0-for-2 on the power play, and we're a 1-1 game with the third period coming up in just a bit here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. 
That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Remember, if you report here on Northern Student and you come to a Husky home hockey game and ask for the uh, gold uh, T-shirts at the door, you'll get in for free. The T-shirt will act as a free ticket to every Husky home hockey game this season, and it'll get you free uh, pop and popcorn here at McMorn as well. And uh, you still got time to get down here for the third period of this one. That's coming up next. Our score is tied 1-1. The Chargers and the Huskies having a good one here this afternoon at McMorrin Arena on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. The Port Aaron Prowlers are on the road this weekend. The Prowlers trek out east to take on the Danbury Hatchets in a three-game set starting on Thursday night. Puck drops at 7 p.m. for all three games. Make sure to check the Prowlers' social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for info on how to watch your Prowlers. Prowlers will return to McMoran Arena on December 26th for a tilt with the Carolina Thunderbirds. Call the McMoran box office for tickets at 810-985-6166 or visit their website at phprowlers.com. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back here to McMoran Arena. Dennis Stuckey uh, with you as uh, we're getting set for uh, the third period of hockey here, and it's anybody's game. 1-1 is your score. Shots are 17-5 to Flint Powers. I guess territorially throughout the game they've had the advantage. Obviously, Sheffer's been the busier of the uh, two, and while we haven't had a high shot total in the game, I think Sheffer has made some really, really good uh, saves. And Northern's best chance went into the back of the net on that uh, power play. McHugh really picked his spot. And uh, both goals in this game actually were uh, of the uh, better variety. Great shot by McHugh on the Northern goal, and the uh, play by Zarnicki was uh, a gorgeous move on his part and great patience. And then uh, to score on the backhand like he did over the uh, goaltender with Sheffer down. That was just a very nice play. Both teams are at full strength. We've had just four minor penalties called in the entire game so far. Third period underway, and Rearing is on the attack, hit by Klink down in behind the Husky goal. Simpson down there as well went to the ice, but it helped. And Northern will get the puck, and Colin Orr will rush it out to center, get to the red line, and shoot it in. They'll give Chase in behind the goal. Tim Monahan digs it loose, threw it right out in front, but nobody there for Northern. Looked like Simpson was going to go to the front of the net, and then he decided to cover back and pick up a, a forward in a defensive posture. Long, soft shot by Tarpering is gobbled up by Sheffer, and he'll hang on to it for a faceoff down in the Northern zone. So Simpson went right. Had he gone left, he might have gotten a chance out in front there, but in a 1-1 game, he uh, chose to... Uh, Think about his defensive responsibility there. You're not going to fault a player on that. From the line, there's a long shot by Saleko, blockered away by 
Sheffer. Now Zarnicki back up over the line, left circle. Getting in his way was Barrett at the point low. The long shot is Dolly, and that's gobbled up by Sheffer. And it looks like, at least here in the opening minute of this third period, the Flint Powers philosophy is throw everything at the net because they've already fired three Sheffer's way. Kramer down in the corner. Got help from Gerhardt, and yet the only Husky player there, McHugh, won the puck battle. And got it to the line, and a long shot again from Dolly is deflected by Sheffer with the stick up over the glass, not a play to get another whistle. Marysville and Stony Creek is the second game today. We will have that for you. Assuming I can get the Stony Creek roster. I'll have to run down while they're doing the resurface. It is the only material for game two I don't have yet, and it's kind of an important one. But we'll get it, and we'll get it on the air for you. Tipped all the way back down in behind the northern goal. No icing here. Barrett, look out, gave it away. Here's a turnover. Centered out front. Kramer with a chance point blank. Oh, again, what a stop by Sheffer, and he'll hang on. Logan Sheffer. This is what he does. Keeps his team in the game and gives them a chance. And here's an early push in the third period from the Chargers. And Sheffer is going to give his uh, team a fighting chance in this one, it looks like. 15.36 to go in the third. Unless it was agreed upon by the uh, teams prior to the game, I don't think we'd have an overtime if this one remained tied. Not a league game. And not a tournament game. Now here's some buzzing around from Sly. He'll play it back on the blue line. Rearing moves into the left circle with a shot through traffic, and it was blocked wide of the goal. Sly down in behind the net looking for somebody in front. Sly trying to be slick with it. Slips it back in behind the goal again. Some pressure here from Powers. Feemster, who hasn't seen a lot of ice time, got tied up down low. He and Plater are in a wrestling match way away from the puck now. Taking swipes at each other. Sly having a really good shift here. Puck's following him around. Then he got belted to the boards, and then a Powers player reacted to that, and now everybody's piled up down in the corner. There was not going to be a penalty on the play. In fact, what the Flint Powers player seemed to react to was a missed hit. It looked like the uh, Charger ducked under the hit from the Husky, but that looked vicious, I guess, to the uh, Flint Powers player because he came charging in, and I think what the official here has decided to do is just take uh, people from both teams. Right now I see two Huskies in the box, though, and only one Flint Powers player. Orr has gone to the box for Northern. And I think Robbins went in there with him. And uh, they took uh, somebody from Powers to the box as well. Not sure I'm going to end up liking this call. I'm going to be, and the officials do a great job here. 
at McMoran. He had some of the best refs in the state. I'm going to say it right now. And I just I don't agree with this call. The first play was nothing, and nobody had their arm up. They weren't going to call a penalty. Guy went for a hit in the corner, but he missed. And then the uh, Chargers player reacted to it, and he should have been the one getting the only penalty there as far as I'm concerned. Burner got roughing. So they handed out three roughing penalties. They gave Burner a roughing penalty. They gave Orr a roughing penalty, and they gave Robbins a roughing penalty. And the Robbins penalty is the one that's uh, up on the uh, board. 139 left in it. This is power play number three for the Chargers. They're 0 for 2. Barber's got it at the right point in a 1-1 hockey game. Takes a look around, slides at center point to rearing. He'll move it over to the right point. Right circle. Ooh, a tricky little tip there by Lavrac. And that went right in on goal, but kind of slithered in on Sheffer, and he had time to react and cover it. So 14-11 to go here in the third in a 1-1 game, and 125 left here on the man advantage for the Flint Powers Chargers. Rearing out at the center point. Takes a look now. He'll slide it across on the left point. And then get it back from Zarnicki. Zarnicki goes right point. There's a shot by Rearing, and he golfed it over top of the net. Now it's Zarnicki stood up by Becca Larson, who hasn't had a shift since early in the second period. She's out on the penalty kill up against their best player and did a good job there. Here's a chance off to the side of the net, and Rearing shot deflects off the glass. He'll go in behind the goal, get it himself. Played it back on the line. Barber with a shot, and that one was blocked away by McHugh. McHugh is always working hard, too. Here's a chance by McHugh. He takes it away from Zarnicki. Racing down the ice, shorthanded, and he'll be knocked down from behind, and there will be a penalty here as McHugh, with great hustle there, is dumped. And for a second there, I waited to see if they might take it to center ice, but it's just going to be a tripping call. Jeremiah McHugh does a good job there. And Rearing may have saved a, a, a goal there by taking that penalty. Tripping call at 3.34. We'll even things up. So for 30 seconds here, each team will play short a player. And then Northern will go on the power play, and they scored on their last advantage. Saleko played one out center ice. That's picked off by Nolan Johnston. Back up over the line. Takes it down in the left wing corner. Tried to give the puck to Kerrigan. Now Kerrigan's got it. Kerrigan in front with a shot, and that hit off Saleko and went wide of the goal. Clink for Kerrigan. He'll dump it down in behind the goal now, and it'll be played all the way back the other way. That missed everybody, but they waved off icing because the Huskies were on the man advantage at that point. Third power play of the game for Northern. They've got an abbreviated advantage here. A minute left on the power play as they'll set up from their own zone. So out to center. 
Monahan. Tried to get it to Simpson. That slid away from him, and that'll give Barber a chance to play it out center ice. Got it away from Sly. Robbins, though, nearly gave it away at the side of his net. Good recovery by Nolan Johnston. 35 seconds on the Husky power play. Matt Monahan to center, and he was checked. So, again, Northern will have to retreat and start from their own zone. Here is Monahan to center. Played the puck up over the line and gets kicked down into the corner. And that'll be broken up. Nothing really going here for the uh, Huskies. Just five seconds left on the uh, penalty and this play is offside and play will be whistled down. So everybody's been released from the uh, penalty box except uh, Rearing who's got three seconds left. Orr's got it. He'll sweep it in. The penalty is over. Both teams are at full strength, and we are still tied at a goal apiece after that rash of penalties. Albert from center dumps one in on goal, and that will be uh, covered up and held for a faceoff. Shot by Orr off the faceoff. Knocked away. That puck was loose. Bringard was jamming at it and couldn't get a stick on it. Now back the other way is Gearhart up over the line. He throwing in front looking for Kramer that didn't get through. Saleko at the left point. Sent it back down low. Here's Gearhart left circle. And Orr knocked him off the puck. But now Zarnicki's got it in behind the goal. Zarnicki to Saleko. His centering pass blocked by Klink. Gearhart. To Barber with the long shot and the glove saved by Sheffer, and he'll hang on to that. Zarnicki was there, but he was off to the side of Sheffer instead of in front of him. And so Logan was able to watch that puck all the way into the glove. We've played six minutes, 23 seconds of hockey here in the third. We've had uh, four minor penalties, but no scoring. And we're still tied 1-1. Plater in his own zone. Plays it around for Robbins. Robbins fires one out to center. That'll be picked off in the neutral zone, though. A twisting barber. Dropped it back in his own line for Rearing. And Rearing will fire it around the boards. Back down into the Husky zone. Came almost back out to the blue line. Bellinger. Worked it to Robbins. He got it to the line. It did not come out. So the puck ends up back in towards the goal where Sheffer will have to cover it up and hang on. We're going to face off now off to the left of the Husky goalie. See some of the Marysville guys waiting for game two. They got the pink shirts on today, part of their pink out deal that they do at Marysville every year. They do a great job with that. Out to center comes Robbins. He'll trickle it back down into the Chargers zone. Circling the goal is rearing. He was pressured to play that puck out to center before he wanted to. 
but somehow getting possession at the line is Lavrac with a shot and a pad save there made by Sheffer. And behind the goal now. Centering feed by Tarpering was batted away. He'll try it again. Lavrac. Down low now. They go back on the line. Barber with a drive. Oh, a save by Sheffer. And he stopped the rebound in on tight quarters there on Lavrac. Barber at the left point to Lavrac. Now to Birmingham. Back to Barber. That one went wide of the goal. Rearing. Pushes it in along the right wing boards. He gets tied up. Five players in a scrum in along the boards. Finally, it's centered and blocked by McHugh, and Jeremiah McHugh will rattle it to the line. It didn't come out. Rearing with a long shot, and again, Sheffer out to the top of the crease. Has no problem smothering that one. A lot of traffic, but none of it is in front of him. to go here in the third, and the game tied one-to-one. Michael Tucker won the faceoff. Shot by Dolly was knocked away by Sheffer. Behind his own goal, Graham takes a bump. Worked the puck, though, to Orr. Orr makes sure it got ahead. Tim Monahan muscles it out to center ice, and Orr will follow up on the play. Here is Orr, a little backhand flip pass ahead, and Kerrigan, who I think has played a pretty good game for the Huskies uh, today. He's been one of their more dangerous players, and he somehow got that puck to flop out in front of the net, but it'll be picked off and fired down the ice for an icing call here against the Chargers. There hasn't been a lot of Husky activity down in the offensive zone, but a couple of times... Today, we've said Kerrigan's name in tight on a chance. There's the one in the second period, the weird-looking one that seemed to go through the glove of the goaltender, Kurdiak, but uh, missed on the outside of the net. Graham went forward on the faceoff, but Barber got to the puck behind his own goal. He'll sweep it ahead. Colin Orr will have to chase back into his own zone, and he's got Zarnicki right on him, and Zarnicki took the puck away behind the goal. Here's Zarnicki into the right circle on the prowl now. Skates it all the way back out to the blue line. Sends it across to uh, Barber and got it back. Zarnicki's shot was blocked, didn't get through. Now a battle just inside the line. Gerhardt has it. Sends it over to Barber, moving in off the point, and a save by Sheffer with the glove, and he'll hang on to that one. Whoa. Chargers getting some good looks there. All off a steal by Zarnicki behind the goal that set up that pressure. Some tense moments here at McMorrin Arena in a 1-1 hockey game. Now it's fired out in front by Gearhart, and that got by everybody and back out center ice. Hustling back, though, to take it in behind his own goal with Sly. He'll work it to Kramer. Kramer will push it back down in behind his own net. Now Barber to the line, not out. Robbins with a shot for the point, and that one was blocked out in front, though, by Gearhart, and Gearhart will get it to center. Zarnicki will chop it up over the northern line, go digging in after it. Here's Zarnicki 
Again, he'll take it all the way to the right corner. Feeds it back on the blue line. And a shot by Saleko is blocked way up into the air and out of play. That one flew up over all the silver stick banners down at the uh, west end of McMoran Arena. Faceoff will be in the Husky zone. We're past the halfway mark of the third period in a 1-1 hockey game. Good to get another puck from the penalty box area. Eric Parker and the boys doing another fine job today. I know they're uh, dedicated to their jobs. They've been doing it as long as I have. Longer probably for some of those guys. Chip back down into the zone and played by the goaltender, Kurdiak ahead. That was a nice play by Kurdiak, and he got it to Tarpering, who cut in off that right wing and got a backhand shot away. Not a dangerous chance, but they got something out of nothing there. Now Barrett's tied up. Tarpering put it right out in front. Oh, they had a wide open net, and they misfired, and then getting back to paddle it away with Sheffer. It's still loose. Tarpering a long shot from the blue line was blocked, and Kerrigan will just now fish it down the ice. And again, the goaltender comes out to negate an icing call and try to get his team back on the offensive as quickly as he can. Tarpering just inside the right circle, tried to play it in front to Lavarque, and that was taken away. And now it's Barrett at his own line, kicking one ahead as they just scramble. It's utter chaos in the neutral zone right now. Delayed offside here, so the Huskies will clear it. Silas Klink rolled it ahead. Graham giving chase. Back to get it, though, is Lavarque. He'll play one ahead. That'll chip up over the line to Sly. Sly is one against everybody, so he'll just push it in behind the goal. Orr will pick it up for Northern. His little backhand flip is blocked by Sly. Sly plays it in behind the goal for Tucker. He's tied up. Still loose down in the uh, Husky zone. It comes back in the line. Barber with a long shot. Tipped by Tucker just wide of the goal. Pinching in off the point was rearing, and he was leveled by Orr. Oh, the goaltender for Flint Powers nearly went to the bench. He thought there was going to be a penalty. Orr seemed to have the uh, shoulder up there, but uh, they let the play continue. 5.30 to go. It's kind of stunned. I think players on both teams now kind of with their heads on a swivel waiting for the next big hit and retaliation. And instead, we're going to get a whistle. And this is going to be an icing call, I think, against the Chargers. 5.26 to go in the third period, and Orr just destroyed his man on the far side of the ice with a big hit. No complaining from that Powers bench. It was close. But just for a second there, you could kind of tell that everybody was like, wait a minute. They didn't call anything there, but something's got to be coming. (laughs) And nothing ever did to the credit of uh, the Flint players. Nobody retaliated that time. Huskies are going to take a timeout here, I think. One of the teams is taking the timeout with 5.26 to uh, go. As uh, both uh, benches talk strategy here, a rare faceoff coming up in the... uh, Powers head to the rink off to the right of Kurdiak. Kurdiak was thinking what I was thinking just when I saw it in real time on the hit. I wasn't really 
sure, but I thought a hit that violent, an arm might go up, and he actually took three strides towards his bench, and then he realized that there wasn't going to be a penalty on the hit, so he had to go back to the net. That would have created a strange play. I guess Wednesday against Cranbrook, Northern scored a goal on a delayed penalty where Cranbrook put the puck into their own empty net. Brady Beaton did that uh, game. I have been sidelined most of the uh, week. I have been sidelined all week. This is the first day I've been out in a while, so of course it snowed a lot. <laughs> and you can probably tell by my voice I am not at uh, full capacity, but I will try to muddle my way through the rest of this one and the next one just simply because I had to get out of the house. I've been in a hospital bed most of the week and in my own bed the last couple of days. So this is a lot of fun for me. Another icing, so we'll get another face-off in the power zone. Here's Matt Monahan trying to slip one out in front. Now it's McHugh, but his centering feed went through everybody and all the way down the ice. No icing here. Robbins has to hustle back after it. And now McHugh for Bellinger. Back to McHugh and over the line. Robbins tried to go back to McHugh one more time. Broken up now. Two on one the other way. Here's Zarnicki up the left side. Moving in with a drive. Saved by Sheffery. Knocked it away with a shoulder. Still held in. Zarnicki got it again. Right circle between the circles. Set it up. Left circle for a shot. Not bad save there by Sheffer that time. As sneaking in off the point was Dolly. Now the Huskies counterattack. Here's McHugh out to center. He'll fire a long one in just wide of the goal. Picked up by Bellinger towards the net and a stick to side by Kurdiak. And now Zarnicki will try to go the other way. Opens up a little bit. Zarnicki hit coming up over the line. And Johnston takes the puck away. Now Johnston charging up the right wing. Will shovel it in deep. Dolly in behind his own goal. He'll take a hit from Tim Monahan. Puck still in along the boards. And it'll be played to Barber. Barber skates it through center. Barber up over the line, and staying right with him was Barrett. Barrett now will flip one ahead. That comes out to center. Tim Monahan couldn't find the pass in his feet. Rearing up over the line, tied up by Kerrigan. Rearing, though, managed to throw it in front, and that pinballs away. Here's three Huskies on the attack. Simpson over the line. Simpson moving in with a shot. Save made. Rebound out in front. It'll be swept off into the corner that time by Tarpering. Tarpering now will play it around the boards in his own zone. Lavrak at the line. Oh, he wiped out a northern player, but the Huskies will get possession of the puck now in the neutral zone. Tim Monahan sends it in. And that one was just a stride on his own side of center and will be icing against northern. And stop play and bring the faceoff all the way back down into the Husky zone with 3.32 to go here in the third period. Hey, how are you? I'm on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. <laughs> Mr. Welper's here from the newspaper. Got to say hello. You know it's a big game when Brendan shows up. 1-1 hockey game down to 3.26 to go here in the third period. Here's Silas Klink just inside his own line. Flips it ahead for Bellinger. Bellinger will work his way up the left side. He'll slide it down deep, and Matt Monahan will go in after it. He'll lock up with Rearing down in the corner. Just outnumbered down there, though. Clink held it into the left point. Right out in front. Chance for McHugh, and the shot was blocked. Never got through to the goal. Oh, it was a point-blank opportunity there for a second. Now the other way. 
Here's Berner trying to get back into the northern zone. Berner pushed it down in behind the goal. Sly threw it in front, and there's McHugh to take it away. Jeremiah McHugh trying to work out to center, and then he was dumped. Berner's got it now. He'll work it back up over the line to himself. Berner left circle with a drive, and that's shouldered up over the glass by Sheffer and out of play. Oh, boy. 2.41 to go here in the third, and Jeremiah McHugh. Had the go-ahead goal on the end of his stick, and somehow that shot didn't get through. I don't know. It didn't get to the goalie. I don't know who sprawled in front of it. For a split second, there was nobody there to sprawl in front of it, and then all of a sudden there was a conversion of gray jerseys. At the line, Zarnicki played it in behind the net to Kramer, but they're saying that puck... Went high enough off, off the glass to touch that netting up there, I think. Of course, Kramer and Zarnicki, their heads are up in the clouds anyways. They're big dudes. They're going to bring this all the way back down into the uh, Charger zone. The official signal was for a high stick. I wish they did give, like, sizes because I'm going to tell you what, this Zarniki and Kramer, they're a couple of redwood trees. There's a chance down low now for the Huskies. Larson got it back now to Bringard along the left wing boards. Bringard's centering feed was blocked. In their own zone, Powers generally gets two players to the puck every time. Larson trying to lock it up. Pushed it into the right wing corner and goes in after it with Gearhart. Gerhard will come out with the puck, though. He'll flip it up in the air to the line. Robbins knocked it down. Robbins played it to keep the play going. It's a bouncing puck, though, and Barber somehow worked it out center ice. Now Barrett has to race all the way back in behind his own goal with under two minutes to go here in the third. Tied at one. Robbins fires a long stretch pass ahead. Two on one. Huskies if they hurry. Tim Monahan up over the line and sliding back to make a defensive play. That time was rearing. And now they're headed back in the other direction. Charging over the line was Tarpering, and he was bumped off the puck by Johnston. Now it's Carlock in behind the goal. Trey Carlock trying to work off the left wing boards, but Kerrigan got there to take it away. To the line, not out. Lavark held it in. He'll get it down low. Tarpering in behind the goal for Carlock. Carlock back for Tarpering. Centering feed was broken up, though, by McHugh. McHugh making a strong bid to be player of the game today. Now it comes back on the blue line. Looking around is rearing. His shot blocked out in front, didn't get through. Now Lavark. Lavark played it towards the net. Sheffer juggled it a bit, but he's got it, and he'll hang on. And that time they did have traffic in front of the net, and just 55 seconds now to play here in the third period. 1-1 the score, all the scoring in the second period. Zarnicki for Flint Powers, and McHugh, a power play goal for Northern, and now... Whoever didn't call their timeout before is calling it now. More hockey coming up. When we're uh, done with this first game, we'll have Marysville and Stony Creek coming up for you. Here, we were scoreless after one. Mason Zarnicki scored 420 into the uh, second uh, period to make it 1-0 for Flint Powers. But at 14:49 of the second, Jeremiah McHugh got a power play goal from Robinson Orr to tie the game at one, and that's been it. 
And uh, I like it when I sound smart because I said coming in, I think we're going to have a, a tight, low-scoring hockey game in this one, and that's exactly what we have had. Although neither of these teams seem satisfied with one-to-one, -one, they have both been trying to uh, get that uh, go-ahead uh, goal and try to win this thing. And it's actually made for a, uh, a fun last uh, half of this third period. Face off to the right of Sheffer. Ends up in back of the Husky goal. Orr gets there. He's checked, but McHugh backs him up. Now McHugh will skate it out from behind his own goal and work it up the right wing side through center. He'll get it in deep. That's plan one. Rearing got back there first for Powers. He's hitting back of the goal by McHugh. Puck came to the left point. Silas Klink got it in front. There's a sweep pass by Matt Monahan through the goal crease. Bellinger's got it. He tried to feed it from the right circle in front. Blocked. Held in at the line by Orr. At the line. Monahan will play it back deep in behind the goal for Rearing. Rearing will flip it up in the air out to center ice. Bouncing puck off of Orr's skate. Look, got, got back, though, to break up the play for Northern as there were three gray shirts waiting to sweep in on that puck. Six seconds to go. It's right at the Husky blue line. Clink can't move it forward. It's touched at center with one second to go with a high stick. This is going to bring the faceoff down into the power zone. But unless you can shoot it right from the faceoff dot and into the net in a second, you're not going to get anything done here. Northern's going to pull the goalie. Not a bad idea. You're not going to give up a goal in this situation unless they fall asleep on the clock down there, which is not likely to happen. They're going to have McHugh take the faceoff. I, I think I'd have a left-hand shot here do this from this side, but... One second to go, face off in the power zone. They drop it in, shot by Orr, and he sent it just wide of the goal, and the buzzer sounds, and it's a 1-1 tie. Flint Powers had 14 shots, and Northern only had three, so the Huskies get just uh, eight shots. And you know, they are going to play overtime here. Shots are 31-8 to eight through three periods of uh, play. And they are going to have a, an overtime uh, period. So they don't always do this when it's uh, not uh, league opponents or it's not some kind of a uh, tournament or showcase. But uh, we're going to put eight minutes up there, make our next game wait a little bit. Got no problem with that if you don't, and uh, we'll come back and start the overtime period in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at thompson-engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play -play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Shoot! Let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. 
So uh, overtime here, eight minutes up on the uh, clock, five on five. The Huskies are 0-2 in overtime this season. They do have a shootout win in a uh, showcase event, their most recent overtime game, the last one, 2-1 loss to Anchor Bay. Here's McHugh up over the line, trying to win it early, but his shot is blocked. Comes back out center ice, and Silas Klink will lay it ahead. Albert plays it back up over the line and back in behind the goal. Back in behind the net, the Huskies' McHugh hustles in after it. He's just getting better and better as the game goes. Matt Monahan back to McHugh in behind the goal, but Dolly got back to break it up. And it'll be flipped up in the air to center by Saleko. Now Orr bounces it ahead, and here's Albert turning it the other way. Albert up over the line, and then he was muscled off the puck by Sly. Dolly through center now. Dolly up over the line, ends up along the left wing boards, and then dropped it back to the left point. There is Burner. Burner played it across now. Moving in is Dolly with a shot. Save made. Sly put it right out in front of the net, and they score. Burner came charging in, and he had an empty net to put it into. And just 59 seconds into overtime, Flint Powers will win the game. Burner will get the goal. And they just kind of flooded the zone with everybody. Uh, they, the, it's a defenseman that ends up getting the game winner. And uh, that goal will make it a 2-1 to victory for Flint Powers here this afternoon in the first game of our doubleheader in overtime. And we'll await and see if uh, Eric Parker announces uh, the scoring play. Reening got the uh, assist, Weston Reening on the uh, play. So it was the two defensemen that combined on the uh, game-winning uh, goal in uh, this one. And for uh, Burner, that's uh, his uh, fourth goal of the year. So he's a defenseman that's used to scoring goals. It comes just 58 seconds, uh, excuse me, 59 seconds into overtime to uh, end the uh, hockey game. Our Magna Mega performer, despite the uh, loss uh, today with uh, 30 saves in the game, is the Huskies' uh, Logan uh, Sheffer. He was terrific, and in fact, uh, Zarnicki and some of the Flint Power players coming over to tap him on the uh, back. And what a great game that uh, he played uh, today, uh, and it was a pretty good hockey game all around. Zarnicki opened the uh, scoring in the second. Jeremiah McHugh, who had a great game for Northern today, tied it with a power play goal late in the second after a scoreless third. Nolan Burner wins it with an overtime goal, 59 seconds into the extra period. Your final score here in game one of our doubleheader today is uh, Flint Powers 2, Port Huron Northern 1 in overtime. And we'll be back in uh, just a little bit with uh, Marysville and Stony Creek in game two here on Stream 1. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports. 